Blog Talk Radio. Tony, how you doing? Yeah, I'm super fantastic. Every day. <laughs> super fantastic. Wake up, wake up. This is TNT Denar. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. If you're feeling like I'm feeling, you know it's so hard. Gotta keep your head up. Keep your faith in the Lord and re-restore the truth. Breaking down the walls, over 10,000 people waiting on the call and when it all coming to reality, it's over with. It's so close, I can feel it like a super hit. You never had it. You keep your head when you cash it. Outlast it. You ain't even got a flash up. How you doing, Tony? I'm super fantastic. Far from past it. Now close your eyes and imagine. Those that been down, bouncing back like elastic. How many really trying to do something that's so drastic? Ask it. If you see another fella of the Denar era, I'm making their life better, yeah. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Triple P Pam known as already blessed. We done heard half the news. We waiting on the rest. We waiting to fest. Remember that we on the same map. Tony and Ray ran, the brothers on the same path. It's time for a transference of wealth and ain't trying to be left with my life on the shelf. Can't do it by myself, we gotta do it together. A life of wealth, we living like to live it forever. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. It was all a dream, but now it's a reality. Now it's where it has to be. Just keep your faith and you will see. It's a catastrophe, but just be patient, though. It's incredible how he used the oddest things to bless your soul. TNT, the Tony Raven, where you at? People waiting on the intel call to hit you back. Raven got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited It's blessed life, I cherish like the air that I'm breathing No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believers Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. Super 
To start conference recording, press the recording has started. to the Information Superstation, TNT, hosted by that dynamic duo, Tony and Ray Renfro. They're super fantastic and fantabulous, sir, to the nth degree, bringing you the latest and greatest Iraqi dinar revaluation information from around the globe, east to west, it's the best. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your mind blown. In the TNT Intel Zone. Zone. Good afternoon, TNT Super Fantastic Family. Today is Monday, April 11, 2022. Raven 98 here, along with. Good morning, TNT. All right, I got to check on my brother first. Yeah. Sounded kind of frustrated today. You all right? Yeah, we're good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, just so you guys know, yeah, I was gonna put. Uh, we didn't have five day call. Some of y'all were trying to guess and figure out what I was saying. Yep, we didn't have enough donations. Didn't have a call. We had put Aaron Ray had to go somewhere. That's why we were doing a call out early. <laughs> we actually got started late on this call because he was actually having technical difficulties. Just so you know. <laughs> Right. Let me check. He's down a little frustrated here. So he had to put the link out again. And anyway, it's a marvelous Monday, I think. What's going on, right? Any good news? Oh, it was all quiet this weekend. Nothing went out. All right. All right, guys. So tell it to you straight again. There is some good news. And it's nothing to do with the bank. Because, again, I know people are putting out things, and the banks are not on notice. They haven't even been given an update. So there's no way they can be on alert, stand by, anything else, because it's just a ball of massive confusion. That's what it is. And this weekend may have made it better or just caused more confusion. You guys tell me. So, Fazar uh, is still not talking, except he did put out a statement this morning, which I don't know what he said because Tish didn't send it to me. She just told me about the statement. Anyway, she's trying to translate it. So, you guys know, we're trying to get it translated. But everything that we do know, um, a lot of reality is coming out in the news in Iraq. And by that, I mean, the framework has announced that they can't put a government together without Saddam. They're saying they don't even want to. They can't and they don't want to because they want him to be a part of it, his group to be a part of it. Not like they got a choice, but that's what they're saying to make it look good anyway. They're saying they can't. Even though they're saying they're continuing to have dialogue, they're continuing to meet with each other and all the other different factions 
trying to put something together, together an offer for Sadar yesterday or Saturday. He still refused to talk to him. He didn't want to hear it. So he's saying, I don't want to hear it. You got your 40 days, go do what you do in your 40 days, which is mission impossible. And they've already acknowledged it. So the big discussion is, what do we do now? That's what it's been for the last three days. Is there a constitutional vacuum or not? Because one scholar says there is, and another one said, no, there isn't. There's no such thing as a constitutional vacuum because during the last uh, meeting, there was not a quorum, but they left the session open. So they're saying it continues. It's not over. We're still dealing with April the 6th. And we could do that for 30 days and still be dealing with April the 6th. Now, these are just different things that people are putting out. That's why I'm saying it's a ball of confusion. Some are saying they're absolutely at a, a standstill or constitutional vacuum because of what the courts did in opening up the president for a second, elect, a second uh, nomination period, extending the 30 days. They're blatantly saying that is what has caused the whole problem, the fact that they did that, and then said it had to be three-quarters vote when before it was just majority plus one, which is what Sadar was counting on to have the government formed quickly and go about his business. So they're blaming that part on the court. Right now they're putting out where do we go from here? Nobody knows. There's two options. Ceylon can go back to the federal court and say, hey, are we in violation or not? What do we do? When the Supreme Justice for this federal court has already said we're not getting involved in the politics, and we already made a ruling. So everywhere they look, they're at catch-22. Then if you do, then if you don't. One person says this, one person says this. Where are we at? Uh, there is uh, suggestions to dissolve the government, but first they want to find out what the people think. So how do you do that? Find out if the people want you to dissolve the, the government. They take to the streets and riot and start burning stuff that you know they do? I, I really didn't understand it. But this is the one thing that I do like, and you guys should like, the framework was absolutely honest and saying they didn't show up at the uh, the parliament meeting because there would have been a quorum. If they lost, they said the Iraqi streets would have up, uh, there'd been an uproar in the Iraqi street, would have erupted, would have erupted with violence and gunfire. They're making that announcement. It would have erupted with violence and gunfire if they had gone in there and lost the vote. Why? Because we know the militia is going to do that. We know Iran is going to do that. They've already told Saddam, great, right, get some noise in the background. Yeah, yeah I get it. 
that there's going to be an issue if they're not part of the government. Now, what is their issue with not being part? Because everybody has an opposition, right? Okay, you're still there, though. Whatever it is. Everybody has an opposition. I mean, every country. Those who do, those who don't. The framework has came up, come out and said, the reason they are fighting so hard is they think everybody should be included. Nobody believes. But more importantly, when they were in charge for the last eight years, two things happened. They wanted a majority government. Same thing that Sadar wants right now. They were all for it when they were in charge. Now that they're not totally against it, should be included. Sound like some Republican and Democrats to me. Whoever's in charge is all for whatever it is. <laughs> as soon as it flips, no, no, that's not good anymore. Well, that's what they're finding out, but there's a reason for it. They have said they know Sadar's plan is to replace them at every level. Not so they don't have a voice in the government, but so he has free will to go after them for all the corruption that has gone on while they were in charge. They said that. Because they hold all the leadership positions. They said they're going to get blamed for all of it. They're going to get prosecuted for all of it. I said, yeah, because they did all of it. <laughs> so they took all the money. They know who took it. They know when they took it. There's, uh, what, 200, 300 of them on the list. And they were waiting for the government to be formed to start prosecuting. So they're right. But they're saying it. They are not just Maliki fighting for his life, but the rest of them are fighting for theirs too. Or members of the framework, we're going to say that, who are there and involved. But they made it public. But here's the other thing that they did. Well, even saying that, now all their goals, everything they want to get accomplished is for the people. We're just concerned about the people. That is fair or they're not even really saying to benefit the people. They're concerned about how the streets will erupt and the confusion and and the problems that the people will have to face if they're not part of the government. That's what they're saying. So there are veiled threats of violence, more corruption, of the militia doing what they do, and the Iraqi streets losing because all of Iraq will lose if the situation in the country deteriorates. I know that scares some of y'all right now. I can wait for the question or I can just answer the question because it's going to be, well, then does the RV still happen? Well, wait, let me wait and see if anybody asks a question. So anyway, uh, Sadar is sitting back nice and quiet. And why? Because I told you guys last Wednesday, because he knows at the end of this 40 days, he can request a vote.
to dismiss the parliament members and with the ministers, not every, not all the parliament, but the ministers, and then replace him with who he wants to anyway. And then Selah and Al-Kazimi still stay there. So he achieves his goal. He just has to wait out his 40 days and then go through that process. And they lose anyway. But that's why the framework is struggling so hard to make a deal. Now, Tehran, Iran, said they're not sending anybody over. They're done. They're not trying to negotiate with Sadar anymore because they know he's not going to negotiate with them. And it's making them look bad as well as Maliki. So there's, they're saying they're not going to send over any more envoys. But we'll see as it gets closer to the 40 days if they do or not. So what is good about this to me and you? Because that's what we're concerned about, right? Uh, they are seeing that their budget number is going to be $75. There are some legal scholars are saying they can submit the budget right now. Of course, there's some that are saying they can't. But today, I think the federal court said they had a legitimate government and the budget could be submitted. That wasn't a formal ruling. It was just their opinion of, of one and they thought it could. Al Kazimi is calling for the budget to be submitted today. And all this could still happen within the 40 days. The rate could change, and we'll see. And the reason is because they tried to submit their plan for food and some of the other essentials as emergency plan, and the framework is denying that. They don't even want to vote on it. So they're saying submit the budget. The framework is put out this morning that they have devised three or four plans to change the exchange rate, and they're currently trying to to vote for those plans. When you and I both know we've been doing this long enough, CBI decides when the rate is changed and why. They can do plans for the budget, how they're going to spend it, everything else, but CBI determines the rate change. So, again, they're putting out statements and things just to try to get the people behind them while they can, while the uh, triapolis or Sadar's group is being quiet, because they're being quiet, not putting up opposition and not agreeing. So they're saying whatever they want to say, hoping that the citizens are paying full attention to them. Anyway, a lot of confusion, but a lot of things keep going on, and they keep seeing they're going to resolve get it resolved before the end of the 40 days. All that works in our favor. I'm saying nobody's just sitting on their hands idly waiting for the 40 days to go by. They're still trying to make uh, an agreement. The framework is still trying to give up some concession. They just want to be included. They're even talking about giving him the prime minister that he wants. They just want to be included because they don't want to be prosecuted. And they do have some say so, but their biggest thing is their fear of prosecution. It was Maliki's biggest thing, and now even some more members, that's their thing. They know that's what Sadar is going to do. Immediately replace them and go after all of them. 
So that's what the big fight is about. All right, Ray, let's get started. Okay. You there? Yep. We have no questions. So we'll talk to the live folks. 281 area code. You're first. Hey, Ray. How you doing? Hey, fantabulous, sir. To the nth degree. And yourself? I'm good. And Mr. Tony, how are you? I am super fantastic. Good. <laughs> okay, so I What's heard going all on? your introduction. Nothing much. I heard all of your introduction just a minute ago. So if Maliki and um, his goons know now that it's nothing that they can do, now they just want to be a part of, why is it that they didn't have that knowledge prior to doing all of this foolishness and just try to work something out or go along with it in the beginning? Because it seems like to me the result for them is going to be the same. They're not getting what they want. So why drag it out like this? They were just trying to fight to see if they could change his mind or, or you know, because none of this makes sense to me. They're just fighting to save their behinds. Is that more or less what it was? Well, here's the thing. Nobody can see the future, not even Tony. You know, I like it. <laughs> Nobody can see the future, so they don't know. They fight till they lose. That's what everybody does, mm-hmm. right? That's what they right. do. Let's try this. Let's try this. Let's try making them look bad. Let's try saying we got the largest number. And we, they don't know when he's going to give up and say, you know, I don't want to hear it anymore. Or I'm tired of it. Or he may have said, okay, I don't want to fight for 40 days, so I care more about the people, so let's come to an agreement. I'm going to let you all be part of the government. You're going to do it. Their whole thing is they don't just want to be part of the government. They want to make sure the Shiites are the controlling part where Sadar is mm-hmm. he's willing to share the government position, the ministers, the councils, the governor, that with some of the other groups and let them put their mm-hmm. people in there. The framework mm-hmm. don't want to hear none of that. No. We're mm-hmm. supposed to be mm-hmm. in charge. We're supposed to run the government. That's our agreement, and it's our guys that are supposed to go in there. Well, Sadar is mm-hmm. trying to change that whole picture. Yeah. So they don't like that part. And they want to make sure they stay in there and that they're a part of it. And they're trying to save their own necks. But I said a year ago, five years ago, tell you, Malik is going to do what he has to do to try to save his own neck. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people that's following behind him and believe in him. But we know that they're trying to save their own necks too. Remember last right. year when they actually had the election, like 200 of them left the country. They're like, I'm gone, because mm-hmm. they saw what was going to happen right then. But the mm-hmm. things that are still there are still fighting for it. Because what? When Al-Kazimi locked the borders down, he said no exit for them. They should have left when they had a chance. Now they can't leave. <laughs> then all they can mm-hmm. do is try to fight to stay in some kind of position where they still have their immunity. But so, you don't just um, say, okay, you're going to win, so let's go ahead and make a decision. No, they're fighting to the end. That's what we expect. Go ahead. So now that 
they know that he's not going to budge to do what they want them to do. And now they're trying to agree to go along with him. Well, do you feel that Sadar will not go the whole 40 days and go ahead and try to get something started? Because are they still working behind the scenes, even though all this political stuff is going on? Do you think the CBI is ready at any minute now to let this go? They're just waiting for the political theater to clear? Because they're ready to pop it out right now, right? Huh? I think the CBI is ready because the numbers are there. And that's what everybody's talking about. With the numbers, we can't continue to starve the people. With the numbers that we have, the amount of uh, revenue that they now have. They said they did $11 billion last month, the more they've done in the last five years, 10 years. Right. You can't keep mm-hmm. telling people that, and they're starving because of the currency exchange rate. So here's mm-hmm. the thing. The framework is hoping <laughs> that Sadar caves in, agrees with them, I mean, they're still not giving them everything, but they're saying we're going to give you the prime minister. We're going to do this, but we still want to be part of it. He don't want them to be part at all, especially Maliki. And mm-hmm. they haven't given that up yet, so there's no reason for him to agree. He got to look agree. at He can say at the end of 40 days, hold on, at the end of 40 days, I'm going to get what I want anyway because the people are going to right. see you can't do anything. The groups that are with you are going to see you can't do anything. And at least by the end of 40 days, if not, the people will be in an uproar, and we got two decisions, which they have. Either let the dog do what he wants, or at that time, they're going to start if they have to do away with the government. If Maliki is so smart, why can't he see this? (laughs) Why can't he he figure it out? That he's not, I he mean, did figure crazy. it out. That's <laughs> I told you, he's okay. fighting to the end. He knows what's uh, going to happen. Everybody knows. Unless the people get an uproar before the end of those 40 days or they offer the Dar something that will still let them be part of the government, which is give up Maliki. But not up to Maliki. He's not ever going to give up himself. His party is going to have to decide that. Yeah, yeah. I get you. So do you think that the banks and all of those people over there, they're just ready. They're just waiting for all of this to be finished, correct? I'm, I mean, because there shouldn't be any more training or anything else that the banks need to do. They're just, everybody over there probably is just waiting on the CBI to, to push the button, seem like to me. Is everything in that aspect has been completed, done, and is ready to go. The only yeah. thing they're going to have to do is adjust the budget to the new rate and then adjust the rates, you know, on their screens and people learn what, what the new rate is, uh, getting used to the exchange of the currency. That's all. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we'll so the end of the 40 days to you will be what, mid-May? Um. Uh, Ramadan was for 30 days, so that should go to May the 2nd, plus 10 days for EID should go to May the 12th, so May the 15th, we should be knowing something for real. 
I mean, because then it's over. Sadar's going to do what he's going to do. They're going to do what they're going to do away with the government. Caretaker government goes from there. They can submit the budget then if they don't before then, and we just start counting our money. So by mid-May, let me go and get my calculator ready because I got my numbers ready for them. Oh, my God, I can't wait. Well, that's not that far off. I mean, you know, we're already at May the 11th, April 11th now, so just about another month, I guess. So we can wait that long. At least I can. So, all right. Well, thank you, sir. Appreciate you answering my questions. And City King, thank you guys for what all you do for us. So I'm hoping we see it in May. A good time. Y'all have a good day. Okay. Thank you. Okay. We'll see what happens. Bye bye. Nine seven two area code. You were on. Hey there, Danny in Dallas. Hey Danny. Hey man, how you doing? Whoa, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Um, yes, I, I agree with the bus lady there. Good information, a tolerable information. I can be patient that much longer. I am still buying when I can, and uh, I guess the the only question I had was if you think Maliki will probably ex- escape anyway, um, that that means that the Iranian influence is going to remain, but maybe it would remain either way, whether he was a part of it or not. What do you think on that? It can only remain if the ministers that they put in there, council members, mayor lawyers, stay in there in those positions. And that's what Sadar is saying. He wants to wipe it out. If you wipe out all those people, that is the Iranian influence. So he gets to wipe it out, put new people in there. I mean, I don't think it's going to go overnight. There's always going to be some people that support him. But if he can get right. Maliki out, at least the biggest ones, what they want to do. Now, here's the thing. It may, you know, be writing on the wall because Iran today is requesting that the U.S. release some of the sanctions so they can negotiate and guarantee them that the next administration won't do what Trump did as far as the nuclear agreement. But if they just get some of the sanctions released and get a flow of money, I think they'll let Maliki go. So we'll see what happens. Okay, that that still makes me nervous too, uh, especially when the, the stopping point, the major stopping point right now, is we have to declare a terrorist group, probably one of the biggest in the world, a non-terrorist group. That's that's a sticky wicket there. Is there any solution to that? Do you think it could be part of that stuff that they eventually give up on, or are we doomed to that situation? Yeah, I, I mean they may not never get that. You know, in negotiating. You know, you throw 10 things in there, you're hoping you get two. So we don't know which one happens. So that just may be in there, and they're using it as uh, bait, you know, to get something else. That's all. Because they know that part's not going to happen. In a busy time, but uh, I better get back to work because i got to make a living for the next 30 days, huh? Okay. okay. All right, sir. I'll see you Let's later. Okay. All right. 360. Right. Yes. 360. Let me do this real okay. quick. All so, right. yep. uh, Mrs. 
JT18 Willie. I just got to tell her happy birthday. Throw that out there. It's JT18 Willie. Happy birthday. All right. Okay. All right. 360. There we go. We're good? We're good. I guess we must be. Yes. Well, good morning, uh, Ray, and good afternoon. uh, No, the other way around. Good afternoon, Ray. Good morning, Tony. (laughs) Okay. Hey, how you doing? I just got to figure out what time of the day it is. That's all. So that's that's not that big a deal. Um, Because I've been sitting here thinking about a couple of things, and I don't understand, and I'm hoping, Tony, you can illuminate it um, in a form or fashion, but if they could have had the Kurdish vote combined with what Sadar had, it had been a done deal. Is that not right? That is right. So if they if but that was the happened? case that's <laughs> that's my question. Okay, here's what happened. Four Maliki was the major part, and Sadar was the minor part, right? Mm-hmm. Now, Sadar is the major part, and Maliki is the minor part. Well, the same thing happened in Kurdistan. The major became the minor, the minor became the major. So they're doing the same thing, saying, no, it's our time to lead. And the Democrat Party said, no, we have always led. They said, yeah, but this time you lost. And they're saying, so we're still going to lead even though we lost. Same thing Maliki is doing. Well, Kurdistan was going through the same thing because they were used to the norm. First place was always first place, second out, then switch. So now they're saying we have the bigger numbers. We get to decide. They're saying no. So Maliki is telling them, hey, you guys lost. We lost but we're still going to be in charge. As long as you team up with us, we'll vote for whatever you want. And that's where the division in Kurdistan is, the same way it is with Baghdad. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Only got one other thing, and this is the one I'm I'm really anxious to see what you feel because I'm kind of a – I think I've been a persistent – pragmatist when it came to the idea that as long as the militias were allowed to even be there and be having their own weapons and they've got them stuck away, you know, different places, that they're not ready to take this thing to the next level because I I believe personally that they, they will, if they don't acquiesce, they'll um, start a, a civil action. Do you agree with that, or do you think they would give up and walk away? I'm saying um, that he is already telling them that. This is what's going to happen if you guys don't do it. Right, you know, right. And, and the Iraqi people are going to lose, and we're all going to lose because it's going to be a war in the streets. Now, will they actually do that? Because the new government can effectively cut Iran off completely, and they lose everything. Now, you got to remember last year when it got started, um, they cut off their money. 
And that's when the militia started bombing the U.S. bases and everything because they weren't getting paid. Because Iran said they cut off the money. When they first changed the rate, and there was no um, auctions, <laughs> and that is truly what happened. But Sadar is giving them a choice. He said, well, you can fight our army or you can become a part of our army. And once you know you've lost, do you look at it a little bit different? That's the whole thing. Because they're going with who's paying them. And right now, Iran is, well, if Iran's not paying them, why would they fight for Iran when they're Iraqi citizens? Doesn't make any sense. But who knows? I mean, people have done dumber things than that, I guess. So we have to wait and see if the threat real. And then how long is the threat? Does Iraq really go in with their army? Do they enlist the U.S. to go in and clean them up? Because they could at that point. But you got to remember the last couple of attacks have not come from the militia inside Iraq. It's actually come from Iran on the border of Iraq. That's where the missiles and the launches have been coming from. Sure. Okay, so you do, but then I, can I take that to say that you think that they would fight? So that no, would be I think there's a threat, and they're using the threat right. to make a decision. I don't know, because, you know, I, I would say common sense would say they won't, but no, not a whole lot of common sense. Going on over there, they yeah, go no by case. emotion and just this thing. So it's a real possibility. But yeah. so here's the thing: I'm hoping in the next 40 days that the RV occurs because everybody see it or immediately does. After that, and the flow of money cures a whole lot of things. Sure. Now everybody got money, can buy what they want, live a life. That may just change everything. Right. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Ray, thanks. Tony, thanks. Yes, sir. And I'll get out of the way and let somebody else uh, smarter than I am ask a better question. Okay. All right. Thank you, sir. We appreciate it. All right. 206. Here we go. You are on. Greetings, gentlemen. Good to talk to you. I hope you're both doing well. Yes. Uh, um, I'm I'm really interested in in following on with what Walt said. What Tony and Ray do you believe is the um, energy, the the uh, desire on the part of uh, Sadar and his people to hold these militia folks accountable because they are Iraqis fighting for. Iranian purposes, which really makes them combatants against their own people and government, while while there's conversation about the government going after Maliki and his political ilk, is there any conversation about going after these folks who have essentially been traitors to their own people? Well, Sadar announced that in the beginning. That they had to put down their arms, either integrate into the army or be removed by the army. So they already know that's coming.
Okay, you got to unmute. Thanks, Ray. Yeah, I did. Okay. All right. My, my my second question is: Aren't they still following this this false idea that there must be a budget before the uh, central bank revalues the currency? I mean, isn't that really a, a false idea that there must be a budget first? Because until the currency has an established value, the legislature does not have the authority to declare that value in a budget. Okay. They're not declaring the value in the budget. They're declaring the price of oil in the budget that they're going to use for the budget. Now, they're not declaring the exchange rate in the budget. But they know with that price of oil being that high, they need to have a better exchange rate. Does the budget have to happen first? No. But either way, if the CBI does it right now, and we already know they don't need a budget, and we know that, why? By living proof, because they changed the rate in 2019. Whenever they changed it, it was without a budget. They just changed it in the wrong direction. But that tells you they don't need a budget to do an exchange rate change. They've already shown that and proven that. What has to happen is do the rate before or they include it in the budget where they said a new exchange rate was already in the budget so it can happen together. The CBI's only question is, under today's circumstances, do we go ahead and change it, or do we wait for the budget to be passed through so it all changes at the same time? That's the only questions we're waiting for. Okay. You're still muted, right? Okay. <laughs> okay, I just got unmuted again. So thank you for those two points of clarity. Um, it seems to just constantly go back and forth like all these things. But I really do believe in answer to in agreement with what you said to Bus Lady and to um, others is that Maliki is just running a bluff and he's playing poker. And he will keep bluffing and bluffing and bluffing until he has to lay down his hand. So it isn't mysterious. It isn't that he's stupid. It isn't that he doesn't know, like you said. It's just that he will hang on because in negotiations, the other side might cave, even though they're holding the right and thoroughly winning hand. And so he's just hoping he can play poker's bluff. And uh, I, I believe that's really all it is, and he'll string it out to the end. Uh, so I don't think we have anything to worry about, and, and I think that's what you're saying too. Yeah, because, yeah, because I mean, he, he's bluffing because he don't have any choice, but we got to realize he's playing for his life. But he's playing not to yeah. be prosecuted jailed all that money that they're going to be looking for and everything else because he knows that's exactly what's going to happen they've already set up plans for it set up laws for it they set up the commission to trace all the money and those are all the things he don't want to happen so 
while he's negotiating, he's negotiating for life. If he can just give him everything he wants except for removing him, then that's what he'll do. But he's not just going to offer that. So you got to work to get to that point. All right. Uh, I just I I agree with you, Tony, that it's a wonderful thing for the world because it's showing the world that honest people can prevail if they just hang in there. And Sadar is doing that. And I think that uh, it's going to give notice to the thieves and the thugs of the world, many of whom are in government, that uh, the end of their days will come. So I think it's all good. and, And I think the that what you're saying about the RV is very true and encouraging. And I just encourage everybody to believe you and hang in there because we will win. Thanks so much, guys. All right. Thanks, sir. Thank you're you, welcome. sir. 651 area code, you are on. Yeah, Ray, uh, Tony, can you hear me okay? Yes. I heard you say Ray and Tony. That was it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I wanted to take off the head of headphones. Hey, I got a quick question for you uh, that you might be able to uh, help me with. With the availability of the CBD, uh, CBD currencies uh, from several of the countries on our list, I guess I'm, at, I, I'm wondering, because I've purchased the currencies in blockchain form, uh, would uh, would these currencies such as uh, the VND, India, India's uh, rupiah, will they re- will they uh, will the revaluation apply to the CBD currencies as it, as it would to the fiat form that we, that so many of us hold? The CBD currencies. Yes, yeah, central bank digital currencies. They're a, a blockchain form of fiat currency, but um, uh, as of last week, these are available if you know how to, how to, how to get your hands on them, and um, it deals with, well, what I find strikingly interesting is the fact that you guys have said in the past that at the exchange, we're going to get a card. Uh, the card is going to be a digital form of the money. Uh, we've heard all this about moving the financial system over to a blockchain system. Uh, I believe it's going to be on a stellar network. Uh, And under Protocol 17, there is exactly what you guys have said so many times in the past, a clawback uh, clause within within the, the currencies of the CBDs or CBDCs. And I thought, wow, uh, as I was listening and, and, and reading about uh, Protocol 17, this is exactly what you guys said. You guys, uh, if we open up our mouths or do anything that should be wrong with the money, bam, Protocol 17 would be kicked in and there'll be a clawback on the money. And this applies to the, the CBDCs. So I guess my question for you is, Will the central bank digital currencies revalue along with the fiat currencies in the same way? Because I'm sure we're going to get paid in CBDCs. Okay. Two things. I'm not sure that's how we're going to get paid because a bunch of them are just coming out now and are unregulated. Some countries are still trying to get their laws together. 
and how it's going to apply. The second thing is, just like now, digital currencies that you're purchasing, it is based on that country's rate, not an exchange rate, but what that digital currency's rate is, and you're paying your dollar for it. Because people in India are buying their CBDs. They're not buying Bitcoin or Dogecoin, or these central banks are now putting out their own currencies. And if you have to purchase them, you can't purchase a dollar for a dollar. There has to be some kind of rate. Or you're putting, what I tell people right now when you're buying Bitcoin, why are you putting good dollars on fantasy dollars? that you can spend nowhere by nothing with, even though a couple people will let you buy a car with your Bitcoin now. But I can't go to the soda machine and use it. I can't go to the grocery store and use it. I can't go shopping in the mall and use it. So why am I giving good dollars for fantasy dollars? And it doesn't equate. The Bitcoin rate is not the same as the dollar rate, neither will the other digital coins be in exchanges unless when the banks themselves come out with it and that's why the U.S. has it then it should be the same in those but our exchange is not going to be for CBD that's not how it's worth a, a, a so you believe credit card your or a wire hold on for a minute is different from digital currency that's being sold out there. Go ahead. So you are you are under the understanding that we are going to get paid in a in a fiat currency or or uh, the American dollar in the form that it is right now, rather than an asset backed currency. Am I correct? Even if it's asset backed, I'm not, I'm not saying gold. I'm just saying in a currency that is uh, in a form of asset backed. Uh, currency rather than this fiat hyperinflated currency that we possibly are looking at here under this government we have. No, we're getting paid in fiat currency. Everybody that has. Now, it's digits okay. on a screen, but it's applied as fiat currency. The same U.S. dollar we have today. And that is how everyone has been paid. There's not enough dollars in the world to pay you or me. Not enough U.S. dollars are printed to pay everybody. So it will be digits on a screen, just like credit cards are. That is not necessarily digital currency that is being sold on the market. You can't go to your bank account and look at your Bitcoin and see how much you have. You have to go to a Bitcoin account and see what the equivalent is. We're not doing that or any other digital currency. We're going to our bank account because when we go in the bank, they're going to give us those green dollar bills when we ask for them. Okay. Well, with that understanding, I appreciate what you're saying, but this doesn't have anything to do with Bitcoin. Uh, uh, Biden himself is pushing to uh, – uh, get us a, a digital dollar. And when he says digital dollar, dollar, I'm under the presumption that it's a central bank digital currency as in a blockchain transparent ledger. I sure appreciate you guys, and I thank you for being here. Ron Mexico out. Have a pleasant day.
right, sir. All right, thank, thank you. Thank you. Guys, they look at yeah, there are a lot of digital currencies out there that you look at. They're actually the goal was to shut uh Bitcoin and some of the others down within five years because they were not regulated by a central bank. They were not regulated by a country, but they were regulated by individuals. But with the fascination of it and how the rate would change, now other countries are coming out with their own. Now, Iraq just last week outlawed digital currencies. Their CBI did. If you guys didn't see it last week, they outlawed digital currencies because they said it is too much of a chance that people are taking and don't realize what they're doing. And they haven't come up with one. Australia out, outlawed digital currency. China has now outlawed digital currency. And we are not getting paid in a digital currency. All right? What's next? 610, you're on. All right. Good afternoon, Ray, and good morning, Tony. It is G-Man MPA. Hey, man. How you doing? Sir? Doing super fantastic. Arr, gentlemen, I've got to sh- keep it short today, so here we go. Short version. Ladies and gentlemen, for all of you who are new to the call and all of you who didn't know, all these calls and all the means of communication that Ray and Tony use to keep us informed need to be paid for. And it's up to all of us out here in the currency community to send in our payments in order to buy airtime to keep this information superstation on the air. You can help by going to www.tntsuperfantastic.com, clicking on that red payment button, and when you do, the name and address will come up to where you can send your checks and money orders made payable to Raymond Renfro, PO Box 1748. Elm City, that's just like the tree. Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. And when you're making out those checks and money orders, ladies and gentlemen, please remember to make them payable to Raymond Renfro. And please remember to include your phone number on those checks and money orders. This way it makes it easier for Ray to track the payments as they come in. For those of you who'd like to donate electronically, you can go to the TNTSuperFantastic.com website, click on that red payment button, and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to send in your payments electronically. Click on the Click Here instructions. Follow those instructions as you go through. When you type in your name in that block, After you have typed in your name, hit the space bar twice, and in that same block, type in your phone number. Again, that helps Ray track those payments as they come in. After you have hit the payment key, stay on the page for a few minutes. You'll get a circle with a check mark and a sentence that says, thank you for supporting the TNT Blog Talk radio show. This way, you know your payments have gone through electronically. Remember to do it today, ladies and gentlemen. You'll be very, very glad that you did. As always, Ray and Tony, thank you for all you continue to do for us. Thank you to both of your families for continuing to share you with us. 
and make it a dynamite rest of the day. Thank you, gentlemen. All right, right, thank you, sir. Really appreciate you. You're very welcome. Okay. Two, eight, one, here it goes. You're on. Hello, good afternoon, good morning. Greetings. Good morning. How are you all doing? Tabulous. To the nth degree. And yourself. I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. <laughs> well You're welcome. I'm going to go back and listen to the replay with my husband when he comes because oh God, that'll be tonight. Um, I just thought about that. Because I've had to get in and out of the vehicle and so I didn't really catch what I needed to catch. But um I just wanted to say, um, you know, I really thank you guys a lot. Me, but my husband and the lady that got us involved with this years ago and also my sister because I mean, people don't understand that it takes a lot to do what you all do. And I just don't like the haters, but all I can do is pray for them. And then when they don't, you know, when they get upset because you all don't do something that they want, they say nasty things. But it's okay because I learned from you and I learned from Tony and I learned from Ray that it's all right, just move on. Because people are going to say what they want to say. They're going to do what they want to do. I just I just think that it's very appalling, and they be the main ones that want to get on this line. And it's just sad. But I'm going to go back, and I'm going to listen to the replay. And I know I haven't gotten on much, but I've been listening. I've been having some medical things going on with me, but I thank God that you know, you. I just want to let y'all know that I just thank God for you both. Even when you don't come on and, you know, Mr. Ray, every two weeks, sometime every week, we, we're going to send what we send no matter what. And if people don't know, they need to know they do charge for conference calls because we have a prayer line and they charge. So I just want to just, if you're not encouraged, be encouraged. And I know we're at the end of everything. So thank you guys. Thank your wives. Thank your family members for allowing you all to support and help us in whatever way that you can. So I appreciate you all. Have a great day. Okay. Right. Thank, thank you. you very much. Thank you. So, all right. Okay. So you just brought something up, but uh, thank you. Everybody's not going to like it. It wasn't going to be my topic today, to tell you the truth. But it is right now. Okay. Listen, and I keep saying it all the time, all the time. I get tired of repeating it. You guys get tired of hearing 601 um, doing what he's doing through the grace of God and to trying to help us and everything else. And don't appreciate it, but yeah, you need to understand something. Calling me texting me, sending me emails about your opinion, about what I should do, what I should say, how I should act. 
I don't really need. I'm going to say, y'all going to make me turn this array in a minute. Because <laughs> I don't really need it. Uh, I, I would think I know. And don't tell me about your problems when I got my own problems. I'm here trying to help as many people as I can, but y'all think we don't have problems? Y'all don't think I've been going through something with, with my wife, with my own life? And I'm still trying to do what I'm trying to do. But if people say, well, I'm going to stop listening, I'm going to say thank you. It's 18,000 people, and I keep saying that on every call. Guess what? It used to be 24,000 on every call. And if it go down to 9,000 or 5,000, then it is what it is. Then those are the ones that I'm going to help. But we're still going to go through it. Complaining. And what she's talking about, it is that, that complain on Twitter. And the, the, why do you continue to listen? That's what kills me. You complain, you whine, you bitch, but guess what? As soon as Ray sends out that tweet, you click on the line. So I need the information. I want to hear it. I, I want to know the education they've been given, but I want to complain because he started 10 minutes late or Ray had to leave early or didn't do it at all. Well, okay. Cause that's the life you know here, because I'm, I'm going to keep doing it the way I'm doing it, just so you know. I don't really need everybody's opinions about what you think that will make you happy. I'm trying to satisfy 18,000 people on a live call, over a million on a weekly call. So I'm not necessarily trying to make you happy. I'm trying to make everyone get some information, reach our goal, and achieve what we started was to change that 90% number of everybody being broke in two years. That was the purpose of this call. That is what we're doing. It was greatly appreciated in the past. A lot of thank yous. We're going through it, but Time has changed. Everything's changed. People's feelings and emotions changed. And I mean, I really wasn't going to go here today until she just did that. But that mess over the weekend, that mess Friday, guys, I, I don't want to hear it. And I'm going to start blocking you, and then we're not going to have no conversation at all, period, which Ray has been telling me to do for years. But I said, no, let him have it in peace. But I'm actually getting to that point. Because don't tell me I'm not thinking about some people. I'm thinking about everybody. Are you thinking about me? I've been there before. Anyway, all right, Ray, let's go on. And by me, I meant me and Ray. And I always tell you, he goes through it every day. I mean, with open mic, with what is the other TNT thing you do on Sunday? And then, I mean, education on Sunday. Yeah, rap session, and then open mic three times a day, and then in there just so you know we're here answering questions. You guys be asking the questions. I know because sometimes he'd be texting me, and I'd be like, really? Then we just do a call. (laughs) They want to know what you meant by that. And I'm like, okay, here we go. So you guys think it's just for an hour and a half? I said it used to be three, four hours every day. 
even an hour and a half, is just what you hear. It's not what goes on. It's just what you hear. So this morning, I only had my first cup of coffee and somebody's calling me. I'm like, and I don't mean with information, calling me to complain about are we going to have a call today or not. Anyway, go ahead, Ray. Sorry. I'm about to get started. <laughs> 386 Erica, we will hear you. Ah, good morning, Tony, and good afternoon, Ray. How are you Greetings. guys? Fantabulous. I'm super fantastic. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Tony, I only have one question. What do you think is going to happen and how long? And where? On 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 the RV. How long oh, do you think it's going to be? How long? Oh, how long? Oh, what do I think is going to happen and how long? Oh, I thought you said how long. I was saying, where is that at? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're definitely going to have an RV, guys, and we, and we know that. It's been planned for years and years. So um, with oil, now oil is down to $98. It's steadily been going down for the last week or so because of the reserves that other countries put out. And even though our said they didn't think it was going to go below $100 this year, it's going to go back up when things settle down. We know that. But it's more than the $75 they need to do their budget at that rate and have excess currency. So they keep saying they're going back to being, you know, the richest country they were, taking their position in the area, being a leader. Well, that's the only way it happens. They're talking today about, we've been talking about it, talking about talking about what they have. When are we going to start doing something actually about it, about the jobs, about the agriculture? about remaking the country into an economy. Well, they know none of that happens until the budget happens, which happens to have the new rate in it that they said several times in order to do that. Okay, I agree with you on everything you're saying. Okay, hold on, because i got to ask you less. I think it will happen in the month of May is when I think it will happen. Because I don't think anybody's going to do anything during Sadar's 40 days unless the people just hit the streets. Then they're going to be forced to do something. But as long as the people are waiting to give Sadar his 40 days, hope things are calm, I don't see it happening before then. Okay. Now, Tony, do me a favor. I have two okay. questions I need to ask you. But I'm not going to ask you on this conference call. It's between me and you and nobody else. And Ray oh. has my number. So if you could give me a call uh, sometime today, I'd appreciate it very much. It depends if Ray give me your number. Because just because you say that don't mean he's going to give it to me. Because he'd be the Ray, would you give him my number? <laughs> Ray, would you give him my number? <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Now, now, and if it's not as important as you're making it sound, then what's going to be the ramification? Uh, 
I'm think I'm of something, but it is very it is no, very we'll think important. of something. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Bye, guys. All right. God bless you. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> 509, Erico, you're on. Well, good morning, uh, super fantastic people. I, too, am a first super fantastic person. I've got a question for okay. both Ray and uh, a question for you, Tony, too. Let's start with Ray. Ray, I like Tony's scenario of that guy who uh, put $300 million into an account for, I think it was about three years, and getting 15% interest. I figured out, uh, you know, I, I did some computing. Wow, 15% interest, that's $3,750,000 per month. $3,750,000 mm-hmm. per month. I really believe I can live off of that pittance. But here's my question for you, Ray. Can that mother load account of $300 million, let's say, be put into one of those trust accounts where you control it, or you control it, but you don't own it, and can it still draw the 15% interest from the bank? Okay. Now my second question to you then is this. No. If that's, no, if that's no. true. No, one question for Ray. The answer was no. Oh, I thought he said yes. Because he didn't understand what you just said. That answer is no. <laughs> so the, the bank question? cannot put, I cannot put that money into a trust account? No. That money goes to the bank. Okay. They're doing what they want to do with that money for five years. There's nothing to do with you. You're collecting the interest payment. Okay, good. I was wondering about that because I didn't know if I could put it in a trust or not. But now let me ask you this, Ray. I oh, was reading. Huh? Wait a minute. What were you trying to do with the money? What was I trying it's to do with the, the money? money yeah. Ray. He's, he's no, I'm just saying that there's that. that... With the bank. Oh, go ahead. No, my my question is this: the 300 million uh, mother load account, you know, that the guy had done his thing with. Could that okay. be put into a trust and still draw the 15%? According to Tony right now, it can't because he, the bank has yes, to have full free access to that in it's a regular bank account. It. It's going to have access to it, but the trust is still going to be the owner of the account, just like you would be. You're going to be the owner of the account. You're doing the investment with the, with the bank, and you're signing a five-year contract, 10-year contract. You're still the owner. Okay. Okay, so but it's not, would be not the owner, be in the trust, trust would be the one, Yeah, the trust would be the one contracting it and getting the, the $15 million per month. That's what you were asking. Would the trust be the one receiving the $15 million monthly, right? It's the owner yeah. of the account. Yeah. Yeah. The owner of account. Okay, so is Tony wrong then when he says no? Yes. yes. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I thought Ray, Ray is right. If you go in and you do your exchange as a trust, yes. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing the exchange and want to move that money over to a trust, I would say no. Okay, because that's but, what I was thinking I could do, is after the exchange in an account, put the money then into a trust. You're saying, no, I can't do that? What you would no. do is when you first sign your contract, you have an assigned feature in that contract. And if the bank agrees to it, then you're letting them know you want to change the ownership down the road, but not change the contract itself. 
it's going to still stay in force so that that 15 million might start coming to you for the first two or three months. But then you change the ownership of that investment to the trust. Then the trust will start receiving the 15 million every month. And when at the end of the contract, or whatever the amount is, and then at the end of the contract, then the trust would, would then own all that principal money because you signed it over. Okay. Okay. I think I got it now. I think I understand it. Now, my next right, question this, to you then is this, this Ray. Wait a minute. Thus, before your next question, before your next question, we just want to make sure everyone sorry. understands this. There's logistics to what we're saying. So from the way that you just printed out it in a simple format, that's what made Tony say no, because he was looking at it from that con- context of a simple process. I'm adding a logistics to it of adjusting the contract at the very beginning to agree to be able to change the owner. And as long as the bank says, oh, sure, we could do that, then you're home free. Now, if they okay. if they deny it and say, no, we're not going to let you be able to assign it to someone else, then you're going to be stuck with it in your name, the duration okay. of the contract. Okay. And you won't be so able to the account, So then the, the, the mother load account would not be in a trust account unless I set that up first at the beginning, at the time of exchange, correct, where I would then say – if you if you can't do it at the beginning, put the assign feature in the contract so that you can assign it at a later date and change the Assign owner. it to myself at a later date, right? No. Or assign it to the bank at a later date. No. <laughs> to assign it to the trust at a later date. If you have to do assign it in it your the personal trust. name okay. initially, you're going to want to have the trust take over as ownership. So if you're not doing it as the trust initially – then you need an assigned feature so that you can change it over to the trust later on. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. I think. I'm pretty sure I got you. Okay. Now, my second question is this to you, Ray. The uh, the third sticky from the top talks about how uh, rich people never have to worry about FDIC. They never have to worry ever about the uh, uh, the bank uh, you know, collapsing or crashing or anything like that because their money is safe in a private bank. And that I remember in there it said something to the effect that actually not owned, that that money would not be owned by the by a bank, and that's why it wouldn't be subject to banks' losses. Can you explain Correct. that a little better? You just did, to a T. That it's was it, to a T. Right, so it's not on the bank's books. If it's not on their books, they can't lose it for you. Okay, and am I allowed to put then that mother load account or the mother load account in trust into the private bank and still draw my fifteen percent? Yes, if they if oh, they wow. have those investments on the private side, then yes, you have to check with them and see what investments are offered on the private side of banking. Which more than likely. Oh wow, that's great! Case. I didn't know that that would work that way. Okay, good. Well. Shoot, I ought to put all Wait, my money into a private go. bank. Wait, we clarify this. It's not going to be the same 15% you negotiated doing your exchange. Once you're moving your money that you have left over to a private bank, oh. if you negotiate 15%. Oh, I see what you're saying. So then the mother load account is still drawing the 15%. The 15% that I get, I can move over to a private bank, but the other stuff has to still be with the bank. Okay, listen. Mm -hmm. 
You got $50 million, and you're telling the bank, I'm going to leave this $30 million with you at the bank. And the bank says, okay, you leave it here five years, we're going to give you 15%. That money's not going anywhere for five years. They gotcha. designate where that money goes from that point on. Ray is saying you can change the name for the 15%. You can say, hey, now that money belongs to a trust, so they get the check from now on. That's where that goes. Now, that $20 million you had left over, if you want to move it to a private bank and negotiate a rate there just so your money is protected, as you say, from a bank collapse, that's something totally different. They're not going to guarantee you that 15% and probably are not going to give it to you because there's not a five-year commitment. I understand. Okay, good. Good. Thanks. Appreciate it, Ray and Tony. Hey, Tony, here's my last question then for you. If all this, everything that's happening now within the 40 days, just before the 40 days happens, if the Iranian MPs or the guys that, you know, uh, are with those guys, the parliament members that are with that, what if they decide, hey, this is not looking good for us. I think I'm going to be like a rat and desert uh, and get out of Dodge. Can they... Is there any kind of uh, anything in force that can keep them from leaving the country so that they can be caught and prosecuted? Supposedly there is just that. They have a list of them who have been earmarked as not able to leave the country. But al set that up a couple months ago when he put out the list of 200. So, again, that's why they're fighting so hard. If they would have left in October with the other ones or during the initial elections, they could have been gone. But now they're on the list not to be able to leave the country. Now, I mean, you know, over there you can smoke anybody across the border, but they're not supposed to be able to leave the country. Yeah. Wow, okay, that's that's great because I know if it was me, I would have been hot-footing out of Dodge a long time ago. <laughs> They did. Okay, guys. Now, that ought to do it. Thing, in case you guys didn't know, um, they said the day before the war started in 2003, uh, one of Saddam's relatives was, was moved $900 million out the day before. So that's one of the main articles running out. People say, well, why do we even care about that right now? Well, because that. Maliki's money, ministers' money, a lot of people who smuggled money out, smuggled it all to Lebanon. Lebanon declared bankruptcy. <laughs> so those people aren't going to see that money anyway. Yeah. But where is it going to go? So a, a lot of them are missing out if it actually works like that. But supposedly the majority of it was smuggled to Lebanon. Okay. 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 Well, that should do it. They're super fantastic people to the nth degree. I'll go ahead and get off the line. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate everything you do, and we love you. Take care. Bye, sir. All right. Take care, Thank you. Okay. It's time to go. I don't hear no music. I do. 
You don't hear it. I got my phone turned all the way up. Nope. Trust me. It's playing. All right. All right, guys. Oh, okay. Well, not as bad as you would think just because our banks are not reacting. Things are getting done. Negotiations are being made, most of them public. But even better than that, time is running out. They're going to have to come to a conclusion. And it doesn't necessarily have to wait the 40 days if Sadar gets everything that he wants or can feel comfortable with. But if not, we know he will after 40 days. It'll be a whole new game. But let's hope he gets it before then. We are still in an excellent position. Excellent. Not affecting us at all. The rate has gone up even higher in the budget, which means our exchange rate should go out, go up. So the longer we wait, the more we get. That's how I'm looking at it. And if you really want that to be a true scenario, then get some more done. Get more and more and more. And I'm telling you, every time they don't do it, I don't care if it's a week or two or three times a day, get you $50 more. Just get another million, get a little richer. That's all I'm looking for. So, do what I'm going to do. Enjoy the rest of your day. Be super fantastic while you're doing it. And share the super fantastic. All right, Ray. Okay, folks, that'll do it for this marvelous Monday. We'll talk to you again on Hump Day Wednesday. Keep believing. We this keeps me going. On those days when I feel like giving up. Fire. Tells us.
us that if any two of us shall agree on anything on earth, that God will do it for us in heaven. And I know sometimes life has a way of knocking you down to the point where you can't even pray for yourself. But today, I want to agree with you that it's getting ready to get better. And right now, we are giving your problem an expiration date. And we're saying it's over. That you've been crying long enough. That you've been worried long enough. That you've been struggling long enough. And I believe that God's going to do it for you. Conference recording, press one. This session is no longer being recorded. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a wrap. We are out of here.